Bird, and welcome to another episode of Hat Chatter, the show that you probably didn't know we did or forgot we did, I didn't uh, and I promise we did not forget we did. Um, yeah, this is the random new thing we started doing a while back where we just chit-chat, but not just any chit-chat, only the chit-chat that the hit hat had. Decides. Well, here's I the was thing. trying to be it fancy. It used to be a hat, but now it's a Darth Vader. Yeah, it's it. Clearly, we don't have a plan. What is um, this from? Uh, it's a cookie jar. It's a cookie jar. It's a cookie jar. But now it's a question holder. So, um, yes, we used to have a hat. Um, I needed the hat, so we moved the questions into a Darth Vader cookie jar. Yep. But we've already invested so much imaginary money into the Hat Chatter brand and so, logo. Yeah. So, <laughs> um, we're not changing the name. So, yeah, uh, just again, for those that um, may not be familiar or uh, because it's been a while, just a refresher, Hat Chatter is just us talking, uh, but we're prompted by questions we have written uh, now so long ago, although it didn't matter because I never remember... No. Uh, any of the questions, nor which ones I wrote. <laughs> Every single one that we pulled, you were like, is this yours? Is th- I have no idea. So, uh, yeah, we, we don't know what we're talking about until we talk about it. So this this show could be horrible. could be great. It could be fantastic. We, we don't know. We will find out. You know what is great, though, is Expedition Roasters Coffee. <laughs> <laughs> Call me Paul Blart, because that is a segue. Um, <laughs> and a fantastic so, movie. We are uh, now affiliates with Expedition Roasters, which if you know us and uh, know of us, we love coffee. Uh, We also love you, and that's why we want you to love coffee and our coffee to love you, or at least your insides, your soul, if you will, but at least your stomach. Um, Yeah, Expedition Roasters, if you like pop culture, Disney, um, and Star Wars-themed coffee and very great flavored coffee, um, then check out the link in the description, whether you're listening or watching this, uh, there's a link in the description, everything you buy, we get 10% support. So buy some, uh, buy some coffee, buy some do yourself coffee. a fa- uh, favor and, uh, learn how to talk during an ad, uh, and then buy and some coffee support. and support the show. So if you've been looking for ways to support us while also picking up your day and making it slightly better, coffee always makes things better. Oh, so. Yeah. Expedition Roasters, check them out, but only yes. the ones you buy in the link below go to support the show, so get it right. Get it right, guys. There we go. I'm anyway. personally a big fan of the Tiki Room blend. Um, Very tasty. Yeah. We, we have to recommend the Dark Side Roast. That's just straight coffee. Oops. If you really like it, it's just really good, bold coffee. Um, the great thing is, and I tell this to everyone we recommend, we were recommending this well before we were paid to do so, but yes. now especially we're talking about it. But um, the flavor they say they are is what goes in your mouth. So I, I know I have been frustrated with coffees before where they're like, hey, here's this amazing, wonderful flavor that you buy this thing looking forward to tasting, and then you get it and it's just coffee. Or maybe it's slightly flavored coffee, but yeah. it's, it just doesn't slap you in the face. So uh, the outer, uh, the I, the outer bean, the I, the spacey one. I don't remember what it's called. I think it is outer bean. Yeah, it's it one. Tastes... Well, not the newest one now. No. Uh, they did a Roger Rabbit themed one now. Yes, they did. But before that, they did a space theme, and for some reason, that involves peanuts. It tastes like a peanut butter cup. It does. It's amazing. It's we got so some tasty. that's black velvet uh, cognac, which I believe is the voodoo brew. Yep. Um, Dr. Facilia. 
tastes like you're drinking whiskey, which depending on your kind of work, you might need. But uh, if you need to trick your brain into thinking that you're getting the good, good stuff, um, Voodoo Brew is great. You mentioned Tiki Room. Tastes like coconut. The only coconut I've ever loved in this world. Um, and I've had a freshly chopped coconut from a tree, by the way. You have. But and that you was still pure don't pressure. Like no, I did not. It's the but same it was thing horrible. With mangoes. Yeah, I had to. I had to. I had to pretend because he climbed the tree. I was. What? What am I supposed to do? So you'll tell that um, story sometime. Now we've climbed the tree. What are you supposed to do? You you can't say no to these coconuts we've plucked from the glorious coffee tree for you. You have to try them. So. Link in the description below. Check it out. Also, our patrons there. If you want monthly support, that would be great. We appreciate our patrons. Yeah, if you want to pay for this and and just make more questionable life choices, uh, then uh, we will gladly accept your midlife crisis money. Um, And so, uh, but the benefits that come with that are input to the shows, uh, more access to us and conversations about the content we create, all kinds of cool stuff. So it's not just giving us money, but you get something out of it. Um, so yeah, there you go. Coffee and uh, perks. All the links are in the description below. Yeah. I, I'm done. I'm are done. you done? Yeah. Okay, that's good enough. For that's me. all the talking I have. <laughs> <laughs> no. Well, I, we do have more coffee, or we do have more talking to do. We better have more coffee. We, we have plenty of coffee. We, Speaking of coffee. We have so much coffee. Um, yeah, we are... Big fans of coffee, so Expedition Roasters is an absolute joy for us well, to yeah. be sponsored by. Originally, it was just because, hey, Disney themes, but then you get it, and it's amazing, and it's just like... It's such good coffee. Guys. Wow. Yeah, it's really good. Yeah. And they have all kinds of great stuff. They have Toy Story. They have Cars. They have um, 101 Dalmatians. They even had uh, Coco. Coco? They did, um, and it was so good. They had that. I don't know if they carry that all the time. Some things are seasonal. Some things are only mm-hmm. when they have the supply. But there's a lot that they have on stock all the time. Yep. Halloween's so, coming, guys. I, t- I swear, ready. we're not just trying to butter you up for this. We're just talking about coffee we love. We so. do. We do. We love it so there much. There you go. Pay pay us to do that. Well, they're paying. Well, they pay us if you pay them. So let's start the chain reaction. Let's make some science, baby, and just get get some coffee and make some, some science. Some podcast, maybe? <laughs> Some podcast. I am picking a question from the depths. Yep. I don't know why these, while you're doing that, I don't know why these are always so popular, but they are. Dude. Uh, it's kind of weird because we... Because we're just chit-chatting. We, we put so much effort into our Star Wars stuff and everything, but then this, these are the ones that blow up on us, and it's just like, wow, you mean we're genuinely interesting without our hobbies? Weird. All right. Oh, gosh. Is this a bad one? By the way, no, we, there's been episodes where we've done one question because we've talked forever. Yes. And then there's been one, I think the last one where we did two. And I think this is going to be a two one. Oh, okay. Well, I mean, we again, we have no plan other than yeah. the, the Darth Vader cookie jar hat thing decides what we talk about. So what are we talking about? In three words, John, describe your self-image. Oh, gosh. Yeah. Did you write this one? Yes, I did. Darn you. <laughs> Is this going to be another sad one like I, the last time? I do not think so because I think that my self-image has dramatically improved. Good, you go first. Over the last few years. I'd say... <laughs> three. Wait, three words to describe your self-image? I think... What, well, are, you, what are your intentions? What are, you, what, are you, what are your intentions with my daughter? <laughs> and by my, my daughter, daughter, I mean me. <laughs> I am I, my daughter. I Hi, honestly, I'm Nancy. <laughs> what's up, Nancy? I'll have you back uh, by eight. Um, I, 
I don't remember what I was thinking when I wrote this well, question. What, what, what does the you now tell you is your intentions with my daughter this time? <laughs> this time, I think it was just I was in a weird place, and I was like, I want to... I want to get introspective. You did the you on did the one, one last time that we got all emotional about because you were like compliment people. That one right? was you. Was it? That was you. Yeah. I was in a weird mood. I guess you were in a weird mood. Uh, if I had to describe my self image, I'd say first word being improving. Hey. Because <laughs> you know what I I'm just trying not to hate myself anymore. Yeah. Which is a quote from a thing. I'm not just, you know, pulling that out of thin air. <laughs> it's... I didn't think it was that fancy, but okay. It's a legitimate thing. Like, no, yeah. Hey, hey, my my comment meaning more of, like, I didn't just pull that, like, ma- oh, yeah. like you know, bippity bobbity boo, you know? Yeah. It's just like, that's not fancy. <laughs> no. <laughs> Never mind. I'm going to stop You're talking. You're good. Um, yeah, I, it's definitely improving. Over the last few years, I've definitely become much more comfortable with who I am as a person. I will leave it at that. Which is awesome to see. Um, Thank you. I mean, I love you, but like seeing you love yourself and also like not necessarily forcing people to love your love you, but n- like forcing people to put up with you. Like <laughs> you don't have well, a choice. Yeah, you can't make people love you, but you can make them put up with you. You don't have to be dishonest about yourself, and that's just a general statement. And so yeah. to see you kind of take on that life motto and 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 just. You know, as the kids say, living your best life, mm-hmm. um, living your truth, in, and yeah. In 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 the um, personal sense, obviously, we could all do with more money. That's why you should go check out Expedition <laughs> But you know, like living your yeah. best life isn't about being it being perfect. But like you said, it's like being in that process of feeling gooder every day about it. I didn't just pull that out of my. You know, I did actually. Uh-huh. Up. It was the coffee. All right, it... first word. <laughs> My first word is improving. Uh, My second word is imperfect, I'll say. Are you going, I wanted to say aristocratic, acrostic (laughs) on me? No. I, I, I. Improving uh, and. Not onomatopoeia. What's the word? Alliteration. (laughs) Uh, Yes, alliteration. I should have known. That's my spiritual father's superpower. (laughs) Yes, it is. Um, Very plat is. Yeah, Fantastic give him a topic. He'll he'll alliterate about that. Exactly. Uh, uh, let's alliterate about that. Imperfect. Okay. Um, I do still struggle quite a bit with um, everything. Not everything. <laughs> I'm sorry. Um, not liking myself. Um, I. Oh, that's right. We're you, talking about self-image. Yeah, we. When it comes to improving, I am getting better, but there are still days where I beat myself up with. You know, dang it, why did I do that? Mm. Or that that was really annoying. I wish I hadn't said that, that kind of thing. And I <laughs> I referred to myself as obnoxious last night. And I have to kind of rethink the way that I talk about myself. So that is that goes into the improvement. But there are still days where I get such, like, intense, guilty feelings um that's part of my anxiety Mm. i grew up with like several different kinds of guilt Mm. um and that is something that i put on myself most of all um but you know what back to improvement there are 
days where I can talk myself out of it. Mm -hmm. There's days where I have to seek reassurance from you or from friends and be like, hey, I know it's silly, but are we still friends? (laughs) You still love me, right? And I, I think that just comes with a lot of baggage. But you know what? It's getting better. Yeah. It's getting better well, all the I time. Mean, re- recognizing imperfections is helpful. I'm a big believer in re- no, uh, knowing and remembering you're imperfect. Yeah. Only in the sense that you're always kind of, like I said earlier, in the process. Not in the self-deprecation sense. Mm-hmm. I don't I don't believe in the whole, I'm imperfect and, you know, like, just bagging yourself. Yeah. But um, I think remembering we're only human we're you know yeah i'm i'm getting better but i'm still imperfect so yeah i messed up today i'm bound to like you know it just kind of puts things yeah. in perspective by being like i'm 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 not perfect like it's it's okay if i mess up cuz that that happens mm-hmm. um you know but then like you said back to the improving you don't just let it be yeah uh imperfect and i acknowledge the fact that you know a lot of my negative self-image that I've dealt with in the past, a lot of that guilt comes from past trauma. Not even sometimes trauma, but just things that have happened that affected me in one way or the other. Yeah. Not necessarily, you know, all earth-shaking, horrible things, but, like, hearing the women that I trusted and I loved talking about themselves poorly. Like... Being introduced to diet culture so young, that affected my self-image. That is something that I'm still working on, you know, every single day. And you know what? Be careful how you talk to your kids. (laughs) Be careful how you talk about yourself around your kids. If you can learn something from, you know, listening to a hat chatter. First of all, good for you. Good for you. If you can, like, decode some of this nonsense, hit us up for Pete's sake. Are you a therapist? <laughs> can I come see you? No. Right. I have a therapist. He's very good. Um, what's my third word? I get improving. I get imperfect. What's another I word? Mm-hmm. Irish spring. <laughs> there you go. Very clean. <laughs> um... I've just enjoyed you talking, so I haven't really contributed in that, the last couple of minutes. That's okay. Um, if, uh, creative? I think of myself as very creative. Is this my resume? <laughs> like, I, you know what? I'm going to use that. I like things about myself. And that I will put my creativity in that okay. category. I'm, I'm going, I'm jumping over some hoops, but you know what? It's fine. That, it's bound to happen. Yeah, like, I, with my self-image, have grown to appreciate parts of myself that I previously hidden or, you know, just didn't talk about with everyone. And um, I think I've really started growing closer to myself in that way, if, if you can grow closer to your own person. Absolutely. And, you know... Not being apologetic about the fact that I do love things. There are many things that I love. Uh, 
Star Wars being a, a big one, but also not like if I don't know something about or if I don't know everything about something, that's fine. Mm-hmm. I'm not. How about my third word is unapologetic? There you go. Okay. I don't there know. There we go. The eagle has landed. <laughs> the eagle has landed. Give me your words, John, because I don't have any more. Uh, um, you know, those are great. Those are great words. I like them and I agree with all of them. Um, I was so busy listening to you, I didn't think about this. And people can probably tell I'm tired, but... Um, yes, we are very tired. You know, podcasting is best when tired, because then there's less filter, so you just say everything. Mm-hmm. Um, it's most of our content. Uh, so three words to describe my self-image. Or just describe yourself. Describe like I I myself. Okay, I mean, that's fair. I don't know. I, I mean, either way, I don't like talking about myself. Uh, yourself is pretty hot. So, so. <laughs> well, that's you. Um, uh, I'd say definitely one has to be, uh, caring. Mm-hmm. Um, I care a lot to, to my detriment at times. Um, like a lot of my frustration, uh, with my, uh, professional life right now is because I care too much and that sounds horrible. But, it, you know, it just means, like, I, I get caught up in things um, that most could be just like, oh, well, it's not my job, not my problem. You know, it'll it'll be fine. It'll work out. Mm-hmm. But, um, like, it still pesters me. It still bothers me because I want to figure it out. I want a solution. I want to help. I want to do stuff. And so, you know, there's a lot of people that would be very happy with my setup, my life, my job, and all of that stuff. And it's not that I'm not happy with those things. It's just I care so much about those things. I want more. Mm-hmm. So almost like a, you know, you know, attachment is forbidden kind of thing where it's just like, um, it, like, yeah, I just, I just knowing how good things, how good things are and, and good things about myself, uh, it just makes me want more for them and everything. So my, yeah, like. I got a good job, but I want more out of it because I care more than just uh, what's on my job description and blah, blah, blah. So it's just like, yeah, I care about bigger, bigger uh, fish, you know, and all that other stuff. So Mm -hmm. I don't know what I'm saying, but um, both as a good and a bad, I care a lot, um, you know, and that that's my whole line of work. So I guess it's a good thing I care a lot. But like I said, it, it leads me to a lot of frustration with things because mm-hmm. uh, you can care about a lot of things and not get a lot done about what you care about. And it sucks, um, you know, because you're only one person uh, and you're always at the mercy of the powers that be and all that such. So, yeah, uh, I don't know if that any of that was anything good. <laughs> I don't know. I was listening. Uh, I liked it. People. Yeah, you're, you're listening either way. It's content, whatever it is. Content. Um, let's see. I think, um, I'll steal your second for my second use imperfect. Oh, um, it's almost as if we're imperfect people. Right. Yeah. Well, and like I said, I'm a big, I'm a big preacher of that because like one of the only ways I talk myself out of like self-deprecation and, uh, difficult moments is remembering I'm not perfect 
Mm. Um, so kind of connecting to the first one, you know, uh, yeah, I care about these things, but I'm not perfect. I can't do everything. I can't do it all. I can't have it all. Um, you know, when I mess up, yeah, you know, again, I'm, I'm not perfect. It's gonna, it's gonna happen. Um, and I try to have a positive outlook on being imperfect because so often I feel like, um, you know, I'll fall out of favor if the secret gets out that I'm imperfect and everything. Mm -hmm. And like, I can't, I can't be normal. I can't, I can't have problems. I can't struggle. I can't not be happy. I can't, I can't not have a good day. Like, um, people overreact if I have a bad day and, you know, it's quite a experience because it's just like, it just didn't work out today. Nothing, you know, that's nothing horrible. Mm -hmm. Uh, but it just wasn't a great day, but apparently that's odd for me. And so, you know, there's just this reaction of just like, what had to happen to give you a bad day? And it's just like, I don't know, <laughs> the stars aligned or something. I don't know. Or, mm -hmm. The stars know, misaligned. Um, or I didn't get a PS5 or what? You know, it, you know yeah, it's just like, um, so sometimes I feel like, and, uh, and that's obviously where some of the, you know, negative imperfect, uh, image comes from is this this setup of just like I, w I want to be okay being imperfect but then people don't want me to be okay being imperfect if that makes mm -hmm. sense so it's weird and uh, for some reason I'm going positive and negative on all of these and that's fine um, there's no rules it's literally just words on a piece of paper that is true it's it's a sign not a cop all right we'll find out if it was wrong if we get smoted um and then uh What was your last one? My last one was unapologetic. Dang it. And also creative. Well, tell me your spin on unapologetic. Well, I'm just thinking about, like, I get in a lot of trouble for saying what I think and um, standing what I, standing up for what I believe and mm -hmm. stuff like that. And so uh, I feel like there there's a lot of people. There are a lot of people. And it's weird because, you know, this is podcast world and they only know us for what we put into the microphones. So yeah. it's really weird to think about, maybe to some of our podcast friends, but there is a lot of people that don't like me. Yeah. Uh, well, maybe not. Uh, um, maybe not as unbelievable to some podcast <laughs> people. Um, well, like there was a reason that I made that tweet. It's like let the bridges we burn light the way. Or whatever. <laughs> like, we have rubbed some people the wrong way in the past couple of years and months and days. Yeah, um, yeah, it, I mean, I've always been, um, you know, I believe that people reach a point in life where they get a little bit of redemption, mm -hmm. um, that can happen, you know, when you, uh, transition from adolescence to adulthood, that can happen in the middle of your life, that, you know, it, it, there's no science to when it happens, but I do believe people have this point in life somewhere, everybody has their own point where they encounter a choice, uh, of turning everything they thought they knew around, right? Mm -hmm. And so um, I tell people all the time, especially when working with kids, like, you know, I grew up a bully. I grew up that, you know, having all these problems in my life and at home, and I used those and weaponized those, and it created parts of my character that even still exist today. And it's this idea that sometimes we think, well, you know, the big book says, you know, we're new. We're made new when we 
come to and this big spiritual awakening and all this other stuff. And there's people that believe like when you grow up, you're a new person. And so many like rites of passage center around that of like you're leaving this behind, you know, you don't play with toys anymore. Now you do these things. Um, and so, so much of it centers on being completely new. And I don't believe that's true. I believe that when you re encounter that point for your life, you've lived a life up until that point that has purpose. You've misused that purpose, but now you have the right to use it well. And so a lot of my forwardness, a lot of my very um, loud mouthness, a lot of my uh, humor, a lot of those things came from a place that I abused growing up, but now are just a part of my characteristics. And I use them to stand up for what I believe in. Yeah. Uh, I use them to uh, bite back uh, against people that believe they... Uh, are better or bigger than other people or more important than other people and everything. So I still get in fights. I just say that I get in fights for the right reasons now. And so because of that, though, and because of the misconceptions about how I present myself, whether right or wrong, but that's not my responsibility, people have labeled me as many things. And so, um, I, but I don't care to get it back to the point of being un unapologetic. Is It's just... I. I I do everything yeah. in the moment thinking I'm doing the right thing. If I'm given proof and shown uh, evidence that I've done something wrong uh, or I've hurt someone, uh, I'm very quick to recant and apologize and make amends. Absolutely. But by and large, everything I do, I do because I think it's the right thing to do. Mm -hmm. So if I piss off a few people doing that, I can sleep okay because I believe I did the right thing. Uh, if some people think of me as combative or rebellious because I am a little bit more open-minded about policies and things, mm -hmm. I'm okay with that. Because um, generally speaking, uh, I have found better relationships and more relationships by standing up for what I believe in unap uh, unapologetically uh, than were ever worth counting what I lost, if that makes sense. So I gained, yeah. I gained far more than I lost in those situations. So... Um, yeah, so un unapologetic. It's kind of always been a part of my characteristics because I've always been such a combative and loud person. I've just been combative and loud about many different things in life. Mm -hmm. And so might not be surprising to some people, but there you go. So, not to me. There you go. Yeah. 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 Unapologetic. So Unapologetic. That was good. That was a good one. I hope I so. I liked that one. I hope so. Let's, Boba let's, liked it too, let's rattle around a little bit more. Those aren't see. for you, Boba. Boba, you want to pick one? <laughs> uh, so let us know some things, uh, preferably in the form of three, because, you know, that's a holy number and whatnot. But, um, you know, if you want to be unholy, you know, give us a six or a seven or whatever those numbers are. Let us know some things about yourself. Describe yourself. I don't know. I, I don't think we stuck to one thing. The time has come for us to describe each other. Oh, God. I hate these, Megan. <laughs> I say this that one... lovingly. I say that loving. I, I've said... I don't like talking about myself. I don't like feelings, and I, I'm not an I'm not an emotionally in touch person. So, and that's what this is for. By not liking these, what I'm saying is it makes me uncomfortable doing normal human things. Get out of your comfort zone, baby, because it's uh, time. What is your favorite physical feature on your partner? <laughs> you wrote this one. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Go ahead. What? Me? I went first on the last one. Yeah, because it was your question. Take responsibility for yourself. I'm, hang on, I'm sipping coffee. I I love the way that you look. 
I'm just going to go ahead and put that out there. You're a very attractive person to me. And you I know this is recorded, right? Yeah. Okay. And I'm just I love you. Making sure you. you know these are these going out there. And I love you exactly the way that you are. That's nice. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm not. I. I. I don't know. I. I don't want people to think anything. So I just. I'm not. I'm not comfortable with this. I grew up in life not having feelings. Uh, and that was a problem. Yeah, well, yeah. A lot, then, a lot of my life taught me that feelings listen, are bad. And then you married a woman with so, so many, many feelings. feelings. <laughs> yes, and you helped me get more in touch with mine, and sometimes that's okay. <laughs> uh, oh, man, where do I start? Huh? I like your hair. You said thing. No, you're I, done. I, I like your hair. You're I retired. like your beard. I like your nose. I think your nose might be my, your, my favorite physical feature of yours. Because you know I what like they the say shape. about guys with noses? They can smell nice. Yeah, they're not dead. I don't know. <laughs> oh, gosh. And now it's my turn to feel uncomfortable because I don't like being talked about. Oh. Well, I mean, I don't think anybody likes being talked about. I don't know. I, I think we all have different reasons why we don't like being talked about. Like I said, mine are, are just kind of baked in from childhood and everything, so... Being in touch with myself and being open and all that is not easy. That's why I talk about Star Wars instead. You're uh, yeah, I'm good at that. I talk a lot. That's why we started a podcast. Here's the here's the thing. You're trying to think of another answer other than my butt. What? <laughs> what? So, what was the question specifically again? What is your favorite physical feature on your partner? Favorite physical feature. You're so you're so careful with your words on on this one, so. I don't know. I don't know why I wrote this. <laughs> this is why I'm gone into sweater town and just. Yeah. Oh yeah, I mean we're married. I like your butt, but yeah. I mean I feel like that's obvious. Premarital like... butt touching is not okay, kids. <laughs> Disclaimer: But premarital contact. expedition roasters coffee <laughs> is okay and recommended. Be sure to check out that link in the description. Um, I'm trying to think, um, cause I mean, like you can give obvious, like sexy answers and everything. Like, I feel like that's easy stuff. Um, I feel like, you know, I, I always encourage young people to think beyond those kinds of things. Yeah, like noses. Like, yeah, like noses. That, um, that was one of the first things I was like, I saw your profile from the side and I was like, nice. He's yeah. got a nice slope of his nose. <laughs> I've got a big nose and no chin. No one has seen my chin in I don't know how many years. I mean, technically you could see the top of it, but what's under there, you don't know. Um, you have a cleft chin, which is very nice. I do. Cleft boy chin wonder, whatever. Cleft the boy chin wonder. <laughs> yeah, is. from that one show. Um, trying to think. I like a lot about you. Both, like, well, not both. In in the physical sense, spiritual, emotional, all of that. You're you're a great package of a person. Thanks. And I like you. So Thanks. Um I think like <laughs> I think I'm gonna say, um, just because it's the first thing I my mind can settle on is like your cheeks. <laughs> <laughs> because uh, a lot when when we were uh, first dating and everything, I couldn't help but like you would squeeze my face yeah. so much. Uh, you've got a nice face, 
And I kind of understand grandmas and the whole cheek pinching thing because you have those kinds of like uh, Pillsbury biscuit cheeks where it's just like, oh, they're they're so nice to the touch and everything. And um, moisturize. (laughs) Yes, you do. So, um, yeah, I feel like I have to go with that one. That was I have a lot of memories of squeezing your cheeks. <laughs> yeah, there's a lot of pictures of you squeezing my cheeks, too. There are, so I feel like that's a that's an uh, appropriate answer. Okay. Do you want to pick one? Uh, sure, yeah, we've got Here a little go. bit more time. Let's, let's have a cookie jar. Go into the bottom. Go to the bottom. Who stole the answer from the cookie jar? All right. Wow, three. This is a new record for us. Dang, son. Hate you. What is it? <laughs> I hate you so much. What is it? <laughs> You're so daggum ridiculous, woman. How do you know I wrote it? Uh, do you think Darth Maul's legs are out there somewhere? Who else? <laughs> yeah, that is me. Who else? I okay. love you. I love you, by the way, for okay. the recorded record. But here's the thing: Why would the Force only save the top half of his body? Wouldn't it make sense that his legs are out there just running? No, it wouldn't actually. Give me another question. Come on, man. No, I don't. I don't think they're out there. I don't think they're doing anything. I think they're decomposed by now. So disappointing. Goodness gracious, you're so ridiculous. I appreciate a fun question, though. We haven't had one of those before. Wow! Thanks. Well, I mean, we've had interesting questions. We haven't had one like that. That's just absolutely ridiculous. Uh, I think I think you know, misunderstood the assignment on that one. I what think did... I understood it perfectly. Now, so this is a fun one, though, but it's also not about Darth Maul's legs. Um, what is your favorite animal? Ooh, it changes. And this will be the so actual much. last one. I'll put it over here. Okay. So we don't lose it. Dude, what's your favorite? <laughs> I think I know the answer, but I want to make sure. Oh, you do? Bet. What? I think your favorite animal is a cat. A cat. I think you love cats. Um, So, back back when I was a wee lad, <laughs> you know, I don't know. I had a lot of weird um, things, weird habits and, and hobbies when I was a kid. And for whatever reason, I mean, there wasn't a lot of TV. Um, You know, I, I joke a lot that, like, I didn't get to grow up on, like, normal TV. I got shown scary movies and everything. It, I watched so many movies because we didn't have cable for a very long time. So we had, like, the the classic three channels where you'd get, like, two news channels and then one that just cycled maybe whatever. Uh, it wasn't until maybe I was eight or nine. And so for those first few years, it was a lot of just watch what's on the movie shelf. That's why my mom was just so willing to say, all right, we've watched Barney enough. You know, you've worn out the Rugrats tape. I guess it's time to promote you to Predator and Alien and Terminator. Um, and so th- that to say, I mean, other than movies, the same movies over and over, mm-hmm. I didn't have a lot to do. So um, I had this box of animal cards. I, I was super into um, animal uh facts and everything and that was the thing each card was an animal and it had facts it could show you where they were in the world and everything um it was that and dinosaurs i didn't like dinosaurs because of jurassic park like every other person my age 
fell in love with dinosaurs because of that. I did not. I fell in love with dinosaurs because of books. It was weird. I had this educational CD-ROM where you'd plug it in and you would just explore the world and find dinos and it was all facts, no fun. Yeah. Uh, but I enjoyed it. So uh, I'm just unlocking a memory of just like I used to read through this. I mean, it must have been like 300 cards of animals and facts and all that other stuff. So um, that that to say I, I would make my decisions based on interesting things. Mm-hmm. It was ever what, whatever card had the coolest picture and the most interesting facts and everything. Um, if I was answering for my childhood self, it's not technically the right answer, but I would actually say an ant. Really? I used to be really into ants. Ants are cool. And that was before the movie, and I'm not talking about Bugs Life. Um, <laughs> I don't want to talk about ants. Um, yeah, I used to love ants. I used to draw them all the time. I used to draw the different kinds. I was always fascinated by that hive mind hierarchy. Just the sort of uh, worker type that they are. Like, just of all animals that I'm always impressed by, like, just the instinct of doing your thing, mm-hmm. ants were the most fascinating to me just because they all had a job and they just did that job 110%. Like, no reward, no benefits package, no 401k. It was literally just you wake up and you do this thing that you were created to do. It's so weird. Interesting. They're so intricate. So um, maybe that's where my work ethic came from. I don't know. (laughs) Um, But as far as an actual animal, I mean, I know that's an insect, so it doesn't technically count. But I say it counts. That to say, I I was very fascinated with that growing up. Um, I feel like a lot of kids grow up and they're like, yeah, like wolves or lions. It's always based on what's cool. Um, I'm trying to think of interesting, like, what's my favorite animal? Yeah. Like, I, you, we don't really talk about animals. I like animals, but I don't, I I haven't thought about, like, what's, gosh, I know I was really into wolves, too. I was, I was that kid that gave, like, $2 a month to that, like, rescue foundation or whatever. Which, I don't know what they did with my money, but, you know, probably paid Sarah McLaughlin or something um do you have an answer i do have an answer please go because i'm just rambling okay that's fine um much like you growing up i had a fascination with animals except mine did not come from cards it came from a jaunty saturday morning program called zaboomafu zaboomafu (laughs) if you don't remember what zaboomafu is then you had a lacking childhood i'm sorry uh but the Crap Brothers. I admit brothers. it. <laughs> yeah. The Crap Brothers and their lovely lemur assistant. Ringtailed lemur. Yep. Um, they would, they were just so much fun. It was so much fun. They would just go around to all these places and show you these animals and be like, hey, this is a freaking uh, sea turtle. Mm-hmm. They could breathe through their butts. Isn't that cool? <laughs> right. They didn't talk like that. But that's how the Crap Brothers sounded in my mind. And then later... They had a show called Wild Crafts, which is even cooler. That's animated? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Where they could turn into the animals and use their Different special Different budget abilities. and everything. But I remember so clearly that Zabumafu, there was an episode about bears. And they showed my favorite animal, which 
It is the doofiest looking animal in the entire world, and that is a sun bear. Oh yeah, the one that can get, like that has the Batman symbol. They have the Batman symbol. It, Some of them, it looks like that. Do yourself a favor. Yeah. And Google look, sun bears. They're, they're cute bears. They're like they're, they're almost like puppy bears. They're so precious. They have these really long tongues. Yeah. They're so cute. Yeah. They're. But they just look like they're an abject horror all the time. They're super they... sweet though. Yeah. Yeah. They always have faces of like they got in trouble. <laughs> but yeah, they're like super cute. They like have it, no neck. It's uh you know and that's where animals get interesting in terms of like we think that it's just one type but you know they're so dictated by their environments and everything mm-hmm. so everything about the sun bears from their diet their size yes. uh you know their physical ability it's all down to just where they grew up like it's mm-hmm. just like people where it's just like you're a product of your your upbringing like and i recently found out about like a miniature version of the sun bear with a longer tail that's technically in labor family uh, a kinkajou, hmm. which are called honey bears. They have really long tongues. They're really cute. They've got little hands. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I showed you a bunch of videos yeah. of kinkajous. Um, I like I like red pandas because <laughs> of that one video. Um, red pandas are great. I don't think I have anything. like and When I think of favorites, I don't like favorites because I'm bad at ranking because I like too many things. Mm-hmm. Um, when I think of favorites, though, I try to quantify for whatever situation it is it's not actually a favorite but it's like all right what social norm centers around favorites like i just go through a full like robotic mindset of so i'm like running an algorithm of like well usually your favorites are the thing you talk about the most something you view often um something that you know just instantly makes you smile or makes you feel good Mm -hmm. like so i'm like okay the Phantom Menace, like I'm, like it, it helps me at least get to a point where it's like this could theoretically be my favorite. Yeah, I'll never know, but I can at least seem normal and say I have a favorite. Mm-hmm. Um, I do that with music. M- me too. You know, so it's like I, I just, I have really hard times mm-hmm. ranking. Usually, it's either I like it or I don't like it. Um, there, yeah, there are extremes of things I, I hate. Thing I, I generally try and stay away from. This is the worst. Um, but there are things that fill yeah. that category of just like, no, this is objectively bad. Um, you know, but generally it's just a, this isn't for me, mm-hmm. not my taste, things like that, you know? Yeah. We we have discussions sometimes about like music taste because our, our music tastes do intersect quite a bit. But there are some that just two parallel lines going straight down the road <laughs> like because i i love the talking heads mm-hmm. you hate I the talking not. heads <laughs> like i wouldn't say they're objectively bad they don't go in that category yeah i do not like them yes um i like talking heads i'm trying to think of music i, I mean most country music definitely falls into the hate category i mm-hmm. hate it it's objectively bad and i don't enjoy any of it i'm not gonna judge you if you like it i just don't like it and i mean it's just you're not changing my mind so they're like you know you don't like neon moon but generally there's not too many where i mean you know and it again it's it's this thing i try to do because i try not to label anything completely out like i don't like elton john but i at least try to say you know well no but he did have an impact like he did Mm -hmm. do something i don't like the beatles but at least i can recognize you know their input Mm -hmm. to the music genre i don't like them but they did do good things 
And there are a lot of people. I'm in the minority by not liking them, if that makes sense. Yeah, I get you. But then there's things that are completely bad where it's just like, no, nobody likes what you're doing. You you should get your car keys and your money taken away. You don't you don't get those rights anymore. Like just Charles stop. Manson. Yeah, well, <laughs> yeah. I mean, if we're going to go there. Um, he you wasn't know, a very good musician. Um, you know, so I, it's just, the, you know, uh, it's a mental practice to try and not make anything just because I don't like it completely bad. Yeah. But it does exist. Um, so all that to say, when I'm trying to think of those parameters, I can't think of anything for like an like. There's no one type of animal or a handful mm-hmm. of animals where I could just talk forever or I could just instantly go and, yeah. and whatnot. Uh, I mean, I like turtles. I like turtles. You know what? I like turtles. I'm committing to it. Um, <laughs> I, I like bees. You know, that was the whole reason I watched Gamera growing up. Because um, you were a turtle guy. Yeah, I was just like, what? It's Godzilla but a turtle? Cool. <laughs> That's why you liked Kame House so much. Sure. I mean, the turtle shows up a little bit, I guess. <laughs> it's mostly lunch. It's not really much plot, but okay. Who the heck cares? <laughs> um, so, yeah. I mean, yeah. I get, I, I'll say turtles. Let's just say turtles and be done with Let's it. Let's say turtles. Because <laughs> I, I like honey-flavored animals. Honey-flavored? Well, honey-adjacent uh, animals. You like animals that generally eat honey. Yeah. Okay, there you go. Uh, like so Pooh Bear would have been more like a sun bear than a Dude, bear yes. bear. I Interesting. love Winnie the Pooh. She's I great. Loved... Winnie, it's supposed to be a girl, right? No. What? No. I thought it was supposed to be a she. No, it's a bee. Mm. It's a guy. Are we sure? I, I haven't asked their pronouns. I'm not even trying but. to get topical. I just mean I thought I thought I remember seeing somewhere that that Winnie the Pooh uh, was I, female. I think I've, I I don't know. We're gonna do We're some gonna look that up. That's gonna be interesting to find out. We might rock I, some worlds. I think I've seen a couple of passages in the book I have of Winnie the Pooh quotes where I mean I'm talking about I'm talking about classic Winnie the Pooh though. I'm I'm I mean, cult. I think. Now it's probably definitively a he, but I think originally it wasn't labeled, but at some point it was said it's female, but I don't know. I'll I just have, have a podcast. I'm not God. <laughs> we'll have to talk to A.A. A. Milne about you know. it. Um, cool. All right. Well, three questions. There you go. Yeah. Um, you know, we never know what's going to happen with these, um, so hopefully you enjoy them. Um, I mean, apparently you do. Again, they're seemingly the most popular thing we do. And we don't do it enough, but we're getting back into it. There are plenty more of these uh, on the dock moving forward, so look forward to that. We're also talking more Star Wars things we love, as well as other fandoms. The exciting thing about movie theaters being opened back up and um, everything kind of revamping is a lot of these uh, series that were getting new entries that got put on hold are now coming back around. So uh, more Marvel movies, more uh, Fast and Furious movies, uh, more horror movies. It's just... Everything we love is growing, and so uh, we've got plenty to talk about over on Nerdiverse as well as Nerd Herder. Um, you know, we're ever continuing our series of just talking about what we love. Every episode is pretty much that, but we're focusing specifically on each movie. And next up is Empire Strikes Back. So if the mood strikes you, 
let us know on Twitter, Instagram, or Facebook your favorite things about The Empire Strikes Back. Maybe you'll end up on an episode. Um, maybe think of those things over a great cup of coffee from Expedition Roasters bought specifically at the link in the description below because 10% of the proceeds go to support the Nerd Herder podcast. So if you like coffee, get your fix. We will gladly monetize your addiction, um, but please just use the link below uh, to do so. Uh, we don't. We want you to be addicted and be profitable all in all in one go um thank you to our patrons we mentioned earlier how great they are and how much support we get from them we greatly appreciate them and um that's about it that's about it oh uh thank you to jesse at game infinite darn you. darn you jesse no he does not get a shout out what? today he's playing ratchet and clank oh, and i'm sitting here i'm sorry without a ps5 and sad we love you jesse Listen, I, this is yeah. personal. This is just, you know, feelings, I'm just, emotions. I'm just hurt. I'm just, I'm, I'm sad. I'm, I know, baby. Uh, I, I miss, I miss I, my boys. I offered that we could watch the stream recently. Nope, I want to play it. I want to experience it. I know, baby. Uh, I'll watch it without you. Talking, talking to David K was an experience. It was. An it, it was its experience. own experience, though. It do, it doesn't replace playing those games because they just are so near and dear yeah. uh, to my heart. But. Uh, no, but Jesse's awesome. Jesse is. Uh, he's covering all kinds of gaming stuff because all kinds of gaming stuff is always happening. But specifically right now, a lot of interesting things. A lot of news. Don't know if you heard about it, but Link's got a new arm. Um, it's very exciting. More Elder Scrolls or not? I no. don't know. I don't Elder remember. Scrolls Online. That, um, you know. If you don't know what we're talking about, you've got to check out Game Infinite for articles and coverage on E3 and all the new drops and information, as well as seeing a lot of creative people do art and cosplay of your favorite gaming characters. It's really interesting to see people's talents. It makes me sick, but I love it. So there you go. I'm a masochist when it comes to those things. I think it's time to put uh, Herd Pop here to bed. Yep. Good night. We'll be back later. Maybe. Maybe. (laughs) Bye.